Hey there, I am Jerry Crete, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and you are watching or listening to Be With The Word, and this is episode 60 of Be With The Word. And I'm going to be talking today about safety and insecurities and how to break patterns in relationships that are really negative. So if you're in a relationship, hey, it could be a a parent-child relationship, it could be a husband-wife relationship, it could be um, a loved one, a, a partner, somebody that you're in a relationship and you find yourself over and over and over again um, in in kind of impasses or where you're super um, chill, like chilly, quiet, negative with each other or you're very confrontational if you find yourself over and over and over again in those bad patterns i'm going to give you some particular uh i hope help today to be able to break those patterns that's what i'm up to today um if you haven't already uh you might enjoy going over to hear the word which is my sister podcast also episode 60. um this is uh based on the readings for the baptism baptism of the Lord. So I there do a meditation called a calm place exercise, which comes from uh, EMDR and other uh, types of experiential therapies. And where I guide you through a safe place or calm place exercise. And I integrate that with the Sunday readings so they fit perfectly and beautifully this week. Um, so I invite you to go over there and enjoy that reading enjoy that meditation all you have to do is sit back and listen and and let let that minute and and just be open to that meditation and allowing it to work for you um anyway so i invite you to go there now this this portion or this this show i get into a little bit more practical um kind of marriage and family therapy type um uh, i guess you could say advice or hopefully education um, this isn't therapy. I'm not going to do any therapy on any one person here. I'm just going to hopefully give you some tips that come from my experience as a clinician and, and my training. All right. Uh, and if you haven't already, go over to soulsandhearts.com, which is our main website, and sign up to get our weekly newsletters because we have tons of stuff going on. We're really trying to bring the best of Catholic mental health education uh, in, into one place. Uh, to help the average person uh, who's interested. So, all right, so here we go. I am going to talk a little bit about this. So the readings I love, it's the baptism of the Lord. And this is actually from Mark, so it's a much shorter version. Uh, but still, it's the famous, one of my favorite passages where, where God the Father literally speaks to Jesus and says, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And then we also get in Isaiah, in the first reading, we do have in Isaiah, Lord speaking prophetically to, to say that here's my servant of whom uh, I uphold, I mean, uh, my chosen one with whom I'm, well ple I'm pleased, uh, my spirit uh, is upon him, uh, bringing forth justice and so on, saying he's going to be a light all kinds of positive, positive messages there. And we know, obviously, uh, in the Old Testament, uh, this may be uh, an anointing of a king or anointing of a prophet, but it's foreshadowing, of course, Christ himself, who's going to fulfill all that perfectly. 
Um, but I like to point out that uh, we are part of the body of Christ and we are made uh, in, we, we are obviously we're meeting in Christ in God's image and now we're renewed through Christ to be another Christ. And we're part of the body of Christ and we are adopted sons of, and daughters of God. So we inherit this, right? So God is also saying that to us. When he sees us, he sees his chosen one. He, he sees a servant that he loves. And he sees us as also bringing that and being a light to others, right? So even though we mess up and we have, obviously we're sinful and we, we, we have a troubled, we have all kinds of troubles going on and we're not, we're imperfect. As I mentioned, I do mention this in the other, in the meditation, God sees through all of that and sees our heart knows who we really are. And in that affirmation, he, it calls us and motivates us to really pick up that mantle, to really be the person he made us to be, that he called us to, that, 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 that we really are, that will be fulfilling to us, right? So we really need to hear those words. So how does, how did this, how did I go from that to being able to talk about how to break out of um, locked bad patterns in relationships. All right, I've been influenced to a great extent um, and trained in what's called emotionally focused couples therapy. And it's a, it's a type of therapy that was uh, developed by Sue Johnson and Leslie Greenberg. And it, it's very empirically validated and you can look it up and you can read oh, there's great books like sue johnson's hold me tight it's a fantastic book and there's there's a also a christian uh version uh of that so there's tons of resources on it i'm just going to give you a little little bit of a tip from it because she really draws from attachment theory and in that actual therapy she does a lot of experiential work um so if you're interested in couples therapy you you may find an, e an EFT trained therapist uh, to be very helpful. All right, but what I want to get at is just a few tips that maybe you can put into practice now. And how does it relate to the readings? Well, here's the thing. Um, we have a tendency that when we experience a bad, a, a negative emotion, I don't say bad, but negative emotion, whether that's shame or hurt or sadness or loneliness, when we're in relationship with someone that matters to us and we experience a negative relationship with them, we have a tendency to act on it defensively, right? And then that reaction, right? So somebody says something to me and it hurts me and I feel shame, right? Like somebody says something like, I don't know, Hey, you didn't uh, take care of that bill. You said you were going to, right? And I suddenly get a pang of shame or, um, you know, that may lead to some feelings of anger and resentment, right? I have a tendency to take an action as a result of that emotion to get me away from that emotion. So in getting away from that emotion, I may have an action that is possibly uh, a verbal response. Right. So my verbal response might be something. Like, oh, well, you didn't do uh, what you said you were going to do or, oh, you always you're always on my case 
or uh, or some other even you know might even get more angry, more uh, verbally negative, right? Um, use expletives or something, or I might have a tendency tendency to just block it out, just not respond, mumble something or not say anything or walk away. But either any kind of reaction like that is is getting me away from the bad feeling, right? That I don't like. But what's happening is that reaction causes now a reaction, a negative emotion in my partner, you know, or my loved one, my spouse, my whoever it is I'm, I'm in relationship with, right? And then that say, let's say, for example, I do the, hey, yeah, well, you never take care of what you're supposed to do, something like that. That may ping another reaction in that person. It may, they may feel hurt. They may feel shame also or something or guilt or, or, or just, you know, feel very lonely, feel very disconnected, some negative feeling in them, right? That then causes, right, a ping reaction back to protect themselves and avoid that emotion. So the reaction back might be for them, see, you never listen to me. And it becomes like a defensive reaction again, right? Uh, or, you know, it could be again, verbal, or it could be physical. Sometimes people get physical and they slam doors or they throw things or they stomp away, but it's a, another reaction to avoid again. Now their deeper feelings that they don't want to feel right. And of course there's the anger and resentment that builds, right? Um, and anger and resentment is usually not the core emotion. Sometimes it is, but it's not usually the core emotion. It's the emotion that shows up to protect us from the emotions that hurt, that actually hurt a lot, right? Because deep down, what's, so, so what's happening deep down, right, is you're in relationship with this person. You care about them. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in a relationship. Otherwise, you wouldn't be having uh, negative feelings when when you feel stung so you're in relationship with this person and they and and all of a sudden it's triggers an insecurity deep down maybe they don't really love me maybe they don't really care about me maybe they don't really want me maybe i'm not good at what i do maybe i'm a terrible child husband wife whatever it is Right, it pings a deeper feeling underneath that is intolerable. Right, intolerable and uh, and scary. And so that negative reaction causes um, the defensive move, right, or offensive or whatnot. But what happens is this is like an infinity cycle. It just goes on and on. Um, uh, something is said, it's kind of negative. It causes a, 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 a bad feeling. You don't, you're afraid of the implications of that bad feeling. So it causes you to, to feel anger and then to do something else in response or to not do something, but specifically not to do something uh, like silent treatment or something or something physical or verbal that causes in that other person a bad feeling which causes them to have anger and resentment, causes them to take some kind of action, which then causes another bad emotion in you and it goes on and on forever. All right. <laughs> so 
Um, that cycle, that pattern, hey, Sue Johnson calls it a dance, that that goes on and on and on um, can really do damage over time. So let's, let's stop and let's hear what, again, what the scriptures have to say, because they can be our guide here, because it really helps to understand. Here is God. He is talking to potentially in Isaiah, he's talking to his prophet, he's talking to the person who's going to make change in Israel. Now we have to remember that Israel, you know, has their high points, but they have a lot of low points all the time. They're always falling away in some way. So Israel as a nation is imperfect. Israel as a nation is often unfaithful. Israel as a nation is often uh, failing. And, uh, and and so on. So what does God do? He reaches in and he says, he's, in this case, he's usually calling a person and ultimately he's, he's bringing in Christ. But here he's saying, here's my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one with whom I am pleased and in whom I put my spirit. And he says, I have called you for the victory of justice. I have grasped you by the hand. I formed you and set you as a covenant of the people, a light for the nations. And of course, we know that's a particular relationship with God and his people, right? But let's look at it. What is he saying here? He says, I'm pleased with you. And he says, "Um, I will hold your hand right you are a light so you couldn't really ask for a more powerful more beautiful affirmation of from god because he sees your true identity so i get it that's a different relationship than we have with god with than with other humans but we can apply some of the principles. In other words, when you get that sting, okay, the hurt feeling, here's the thing, and, and it's very difficult to do, and it will require really taking deep breaths and pausing, because what we're really trying to do is prevent the automatic, almost automatic, defensive reaction. And we want to stop for a moment and reverse the cycle. Um, And we want to be able to look at the other person and affirm them. It seems it's, this is like turning the other cheek literally, because instead of responding with anger and resentment, and then who knows what as an action, we're choosing instead to say, I see you. Wherever that came from, that negative thing that you just said that hurt my feelings, wherever that came from must have come from a a hurt place. I don't know what it is yet. But I'm going to look at this other person and I'm going to notice what is beautiful about them. And I'm going to notice that in this relationship, and it might depend on the relationship, if it's husband and wife, you can literally say, you know, I chose you. If it's a child, you know, I treasure you. 
if it's a parent, you know, I, I'm grateful for you, whatever it is, find what it is, irrespective of what's happening in the moment, find what it is that you know is true. Maybe there's a part of you that's scared it's not, but is able to say, I get it, that's a fear. Of course, I have that fear when I'm feeling bad, but I'm going to choose right now to acknowledge what I know is true and good about this other person. And that's my first step. So I'm going to lead with that lead leg. And then I'm also going to be able to allow that to happen and also to say, but that really hurt my feelings. You know, or I'm sad about that, or I'm, or um, I feel bad about it, right? Because the key here is affirming the relationship and the attachment that's important first, before you then say, "But this bothered me, or this hurt me, or this didn't seem fair, or this didn't seem doesn't seem to be okay." But, but that's how I feel. Tell me about it. Because what you're wanting to do, because when we get into the point where we're uh, either the silent treatment or the angry comebacks or the sarcasm, whatever it is, we're, we're only seeing the surface. You know, we're hearing, they're hearing our negativity or our withdrawal or whatever it is we're doing. And all we're seeing is their negativity and their withdrawal or their lashing out. What I'm calling you to here is to go underneath and see what's really at play. And what's really at play is really hurt feelings and fears. And when we say to the other person, that hurt my feelings but I know I, you love me and I know you're important to me, then the foundation of who we are is, is shored up, is secured, is we're reminded of. And then all of a sudden, when we know that that's how the other person feels, we're reminded again how they feel about us at, our, at their core and how that they see us truly, now we can possibly bear to hear what's hard for them, right? And the goal here then is we're going to attend to what was hard for each of them. Hey, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say that because I'm, I was trying to tell you that I don't love you anymore. I don't value you or you're not, you know, or, or that I wish, you know, I wish you were you know, gone away or something. No, it's not. That's not it. And and be able to actually find out, okay, so what was it that upset you then? Right? Oh, because I care about what, I might not always agree with your choices, but I care about you. And I care about your feelings. It matters to me. And so that then allows really to be able to, get past the weeds and really be able to support one another. All right. So I know I could say more and it might be helpful at some point, right? 
to 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 do this therapy with an actual therapist if if you're wanting to work through this problem with with your uh, say it's your spouse or someone um but i hope i've given you something to think on and reflect on and maybe even to put into practice um because this is hard it's not easy there's a reason we want to avoid those difficult emotions because it it creates vulnerability and if you've heard me talk on trauma i do it I'll do it again in the future. I've done it in other places. We know that when we've been hurt before in a space of vulnerability, we really don't want to go back there. It's hard. But that's the challenge. <laughs> that's the real challenge in relationships as we're trying to grow in healthier relationships is we're learning to, uh, well, we have to protect ourselves sometimes, but we also have to be more vulnerable in order to grow, in order for the relationships uh, to have a chance to mature. All right. So I'm going to wrap that up for today. It's a slightly shorter episode. Uh, but I think the meditation is also really helpful. So I hope you'll go over to hear the word and hear the meditation. Uh, I hope you'll come over to souls and hearts. Like I mentioned before, I hope you'll check out Dr. Peter's, uh, uh, podcast on, a resilient, uh, a resilient Catholic podcast and on, on the coronavirus crisis. Uh, and I'm, I'm sorry, I always mumbling up the, the names of everything. It's all on the website. So I hope you'll check out our website. And uh, I really look forward to uh, chatting with you again next time. And until we meet again, be still, believe, be loved. Take good care.